0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the second day of August. I'm Paul White. Glad you're with me today in 2 Timothy chapter 2. And I really think that we can finish this second chapter today. I'm gonna to go ahead and read out. It's verses 23, 24, 25, 26, the last four verses of the chapter, and they really it's not one whole sentence, it's actually two sentences, but I think that it um, it, it all goes together pretty well, and I don't want to break them up into multiple podcasts. Here's the the context coming in is that, and we talked about this yesterday. Paul tells Timothy to flee youthful lusts and to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. And I want to make sure I don't think I brought this out sufficiently yesterday. <clears throat> Paul isn't telling Timothy to pursue righteousness as in go try to be righteous. That would that would undermine everything Paul taught about righteousness. But I think it has more to do with pursue the lifestyle that is righteousness, faith, love, and peace, particularly among your brethren. Be an example, in other words, because you're a servant of the Lord. You don't want to be a slave to sin. Now, that sets us up for those final four verses. I want to read them straight through so that you can catch the fullness of what Paul's trying to say. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. It's interesting that... This is from the perspective of the pastor towards either his fellow laborers or towards the sheep, but this says nothing about the posture of the pastor of being a good student. We're a servant. We don't quarrel. We're gentle. Able to teach doesn't mean teachable. Um, patient in humility, correcting those. There's no. In, there's no. Uh, indication of being able to be corrected in this and then getting other people to come to their senses because they're in the snare of the devil again no sense that you ever are under the snare of the devil so i'm just trying to be fair paul is being very one-sided in the way he teaches this he's not teaching timothy to be teachable and i don't maybe he doesn't because he knows timothy is That's the only thing that gives him the real permission to do all of this is because Timothy is teachable. And that leads me to this thought. I I think that until you are teachable, you don't have much to teach. You see, Timothy isn't being told to be teachable because Timothy's the one reading the letter. Paul assumes he is receiving it in a posture of being able to be teachable so that he can turn around and be a servant of the Lord, not quarrel, be gentle, be, be able to teach, be patient, be humble, correct those around him when they need it, pull people out of the snare of the devil. I just, I'm, I'm recapping really four verses worth of instruction there. Um, don't get into foolish and ignorant disputes. This just makes people fight. The only way Timothy can receive this in a good spirit is if he has a teachable spirit. So while it doesn't say much about what the posture that we are in as students, it says a lot to me that Paul feels like Timothy's able to hear this. And I think you could take it a step further and say, if you're able to hear this and apply it, it means that you're teachable, which means you must be teachable before you can teach. You must be gentle before you can show gentleness. You must be patient in a, as a learner before you can expect others to be patient in learning you must be humble before correcting people in opposition and all of these things come in within a posture of someone who's able to be taught to receive i think the, the to me a sign of great spiritual maturity and i know we we discuss spiritual maturity a lot in, in how it relates to our righteousness. Um, Paul, the, the writer of the book of Hebrews, teaching at the end of Hebrews 5 that those who are uh, spiritually babies are still in need of the word of righteousness, uh, that they need milk. But as we grow, we start to realize more of our righteousness. And we start to be led by the Holy Spirit to know the difference between good and evil. And I've told you before that spiritual immaturity is not knowing that the source of your righteousness, thinking that other things are your righteousness or that your righteousness can be achieved through performance or through other activity. Um, At the same time, I think that a sign of maturity in both life and in the spirit realm is the ability to be taught that sometimes we are unteachable because we feel like we've already got answers. I hope I'm not that way. I know I'm not that way compared to the way I used to be. I'm sure I have a blind spot on my own ability to be taught. Um, And I think that blind spot is... Probably in most of us, but I think if we can recognize it, we can work around it. When you have a blind spot in your side mirror on your car, you don't take the car back. You just realize you got to turn your head to the left a little farther before you change lanes. You don't go back and go, well, oh, that's a blind spot. And they go, well, there's probably a blind spot on all of them. You're supposed to swivel your head. In other words, sometimes you got to work a little harder to overcome your blind spot. So wherever I have a blind spot in my own ability to learn, I have to work a little harder sometimes to realize you don't know what you think you know. Take Paul's advice from the Corinthian letter that when a man, um, when you think you know something, that's when you know you know nothing, and be teachable. When I look back on young Paul, Paul in his late teens, Paul in his 20s, I had a lot of stuff figured out theologically. Man, I had it figured out. I knew the answers to questions, and I was not real teachable, particularly if I didn't trust the teacher. And I know that's still important. You got to trust the teacher. But if I didn't, you know, have, if they weren't in sort of the circle of approved, quote unquote, approved ministers or ministries, I probably wouldn't listen to them. And that, I don't know how long that stunted my ability. Um, Fortunately, I, fortunately, the Holy Spirit did his work and I was able to at least listen enough to transform my ability, my own ability to hear. It's what I pray for you. And what I continue to pray for me is that we're in a posture to be able to do this and then stop with the foolish and the ignorant disputes. They just generate strife. Realize we're servants of the Lord, but we're not here to argue. We're not here to quarrel. We're here to be gentle. We're here to teach others with patience and humility. And if God grants them mind change, Great. So that might bring them to their senses and and then we'll be a part of helping release them. And that's what I hope I've done for some of you is help release you from mindsets or put you in a better position to receive from the Lord spiritually. At least that's my prayer. Tomorrow we move into the third chapter and we're getting into some of these more famous um, sort of prophetic moments from Paul. And we'll check check it out together tomorrow. See you then. God bless.